From Wall Street to Main Street, there are stories to be told. Where knowledge learned on the street is as powerful as knowledge learned on the streets. This is the Financial Recon Podcast, where we introduce you to the people, places, and things that have helped shape our environment and will help shape yours. Welcome to the conversation. Hi, this is Mike Molitaris. In this episode of Financial Recon, we're going to take the lessons Liz shared in our prior episode and dive into a true ESG company, Buddha B. Apiary. Started by Justin Manis in 2019, Justin gives us the buzz on how he employs the principles of ESG in their operations and how investing in companies such as these could be good business. Well, thanks a lot for joining me, Justin. Um, I'm really stoked to have you on today and kind of connect the uh, E, S, and G and uh, help folks get a real tangible idea of what types of companies are out there promoting um, these values. And it's really awesome that, you know, you have your own beekeeping business. And, you know, if you wouldn't mind, just like, to tell the listeners, how did you get started into it? Yeah, man, definitely. Um, and I'll say too, man, it's a pleasure. I appreciate you uh, having me on the podcast. I'm excited. Any chance to talk bees, man? Ooh, I'm into it. Watch out, yeah. man. You yeah, just don't started. sting us. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Gotta man. get some bee humor in there. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, your bee puns. Um, yeah. Yeah, so started um, back when I was at NC State. I took a class with uh, Dr. Torpy. Um, it was sort of a beekeeping 101 class. Um, and yeah, that's where it all started. Um, at the time, you know, I mean, I had no idea that I was actually going to get into beekeeping. It was just a pretty mind blowing class. Um, and I always, I, I just, you know, I, I, I just, it kind of was mind blowing. Um, how amazing bees were at the time I was going for a horticulture degree. Um, but it wasn't until I graduated probably a year or two later, um, when I joined a research team, um, outside of the triangle and we were looking at the links of neonic pesticide use and honeybee mortality. And that's really where the flames began, um, where I got to join into a lot of hands-on beekeeping and diving in deep to some of the root causes that bees were facing. Um, and it was all downhill from there. Wow. That's, I could relate to that. That's, and that's kind of why I ended up in finances. You know, it's amazing. One professor, you know, how they can alter your world. So the big thing is why, what was the why behind getting into the, the beekeeping more so? Well, I think, I think the why kind of changed for me over time as it would for anybody in their passion. Mm -hmm. um, the initial why was just general interest, just the fact that they were mind blowing creatures. Um, and that for me in a lot of things that I do, I love adrenaline rushes and okay. so I'm a big adrenaline junkie. And so this was definitely, you know, this is a way for me to um, educate myself, support myself and also have an adrenaline rush. I was like, yeah, let's do that. Nice. But like, as I got deeper into the industry and learned more about it, that why transitioned from what I just described to like really wanting to understand what challenges bees were facing. Mm -hmm. And so with that research position, you know, it, it was really uh, unveiling 
a lot of those issues they were facing and why they were happening, um, particularly with, with pesticide use. And so for me, I was instantly drawn in and understanding the why, but also like I was developing this attachment um, to these bees, learning why they were so important to our environment, what they offered to us as a species, as what they offered to our environment, um, not to mention just how freaking cute they are. Um, <laughs> I mean, they're just amazing creatures that, you know, I mean, know how to work as a team, as a community, as an organization. I mean, all of this was mind blowing. And so that transition sort of into, you know, what can I do, not just for bees, um, but what can I do to advocate for the bees? What can I do to teach people more? What can I do to unveil the magic and beauty and art of beekeeping that I've experienced? Because more people need to see and experience this. Um, And that was, you know, that's how I would describe my why today. Nice. And can you just go a little further into the importance of like how the bee, how important bees are, because I don't think a lot of folks realize, you know, I know my kids are like, ah, get away. But like the, yeah, you know, the relevancy and how important they are to, you know, the, the world. Yeah, no, that's a great point to, to, to cover. Um, you know, and like the importance of bees, I mean, they provide a, a really integral service to us, which is pollination. You know, don't get me wrong. We all love the honey. I love the honey. That's a great byproduct along with a, a long laundry list of different byproducts that they offered us, which are great. But the real value boils down to pollination. And pollination is so important is because, you know, it it's when a bee visits, visits a flower and it's carrying pollen and that pollen goes from flower to flower. Um, and it, these flowers, it, when it's pollinated, it helps with fruit set. It helps us to produce more beautiful fruits and vegetables. It help us, helps to produce more vegetables. It helps to produce more seeds so trees and plants can you know repopulate. I mean, it's huge. I mean, there's so many fruits and vegetables that we consume here in the U.S. and across the world that bees are responsible for pollinating. And um, they're a huge part of our agricultural industry. And so when you're thinking about the value, I would say that's probably at the top of the list there. Um, And it's tough, too. You know, I mean, we've read for many years that they're facing a lot of challenges these days. Um, And they are. And, you know, it's just something that um, it's just something to be aware of. And, uh, And I think there's just a lot of education that we can continue to provide about the bees, not only their importance, but the challenges that they're facing these days. And so, you know, that that's a great introduction to like the environmental side of investing you started buddha bee apiary and kind of can you get into you know your business model how you've taken that why and translated it into a business and how that kind of has evolved yeah no i'd be happy to you know it started out you know, I just got an email from three different people the same year asking about placing a colony in their backyard. Mm-hmm. Um, and their intention was um, not so much to become a beekeeper, um, but to support pollinators and also to learn and educate themselves. So they in turn could, you know, learn more about them, experience them in a safe environment and become an advocate themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I installed hives in three different locations and maintain them over the course of the year. After that year, you know, this is just kind of a side project. After a year, I sent out a survey and got really good remarks on what those people's experience was. 
And, you know, this kind of sparked the idea to create the host a hive program in the triangle area. And, um, you know, I was a little bit hesitant to doing it, but when I thought back about, you know, not just the replies on the surveys that I got from the people who hosted, but my own personal experience, me, the way I'm wired, uh, I've got this extreme passion for bees, but also this passion of working with people and teaching and educating people. And so we created a program, um, which is the host hive program, which is the perfect cross section of those two things where we can install a beehive in folks' backyards. And we, our team can be responsible for managing it all the year round. And so what this does is it not only makes sure that the bees are taken care of by educated professional beekeepers, but also we can provide this education to people once or twice a month in a really safe, controlled environment. And, um, you know, there's, there's a variety of perks, you know, for example, the honey, half of the honey that's produced is extracted and given back to the host. And we run this program all based on a monthly feed model. And so, you know, you can host one or two hives and depending on how many hives that you have depends on how much it'll cost per month. And essentially that allows us to support a team and to be able to reach more people to install more hives in people's backyards. Um, we even have them in Montessori schools um, and we're able to teach and reach, you know, tons of kids um, and incorporate them into our program of showing people face to face, hands on with a suit on what's going on inside the beehive and it just kind of this the way that this program was was designed goes back to what i talked about is i just really wanted a way to be able to unveil the magic of beekeeping and and this this to me is it um we get to develop with relationships with people all across the community from a variety of different backgrounds and get to connect on one thing which is just the magic of beekeeping and so do you have corporate sponsors for any of the hives? Yeah, not right now. You know, we've talked to okay. some folks who are interested, but, you know, our main focus is the residential and some schools, okay. too. Um, we're definitely open minded to it. But, yeah, the focus is in the residential space right now. And so the sponsor gets half the honey and what happens to the other half? Yeah. So a lot of times with the other half that we keep, we'll actually use that to give back to hosts who have hives that don't make honey that year. Um, okay. You know, the honey production is extremely variable. I've seen hives make 50 to 75 pounds of honey in one hive in a year. And then I've seen some hives make zero. The, the key is, is that we don't want anyone to go without for a year. And so mm -hmm. any of that honey we keep normally goes back out to the hosts. That's awesome. And that's funny you should say about the schools because that was just something I was talking about with my wife is at our kids' school, like having something like that. So you work with these these host families in the residential area. And, the, you know, obviously you mentioned that they pay for upkeep or what have you. The, one of the things that really struck me, though, about your organization when I was looking at your uh, your website was – one is like the mentorship programs that you offer. And um, the other is how you're just open about saying, hey, we pay our beekeepers a, a living wage. And, you know, that's what you're contributing to. Do you mind touching a little bit more on those two things? Yeah, yeah, totally. I mean, you know, when it boils down to um, 
like what you talked about, the actual offerings that we have, we've been able to expand a little bit on the offerings. You know, a lot of people, this program started out with people who are interested in not necessarily become be, becoming beekeepers, but interested more so in, in learning and being able to see and experience the process. But since then, we've had so many people reach out who say are already beekeepers and need mentorship. And there's no reason why we can't stop by and guide you and educate you and teach you through the process. We've had tons of people come to us who have lost their hives year after year after year and just need someone to show them. So we're there for those people. And then we also have people who have never, ever laid their hands on a beehive, but want to become a beekeeper, done. We will turn you into a magnificent beekeeper in the span of, say, a year plus or minus. Um, so, the, yeah, we definitely expanded um, what our hosts look like. Um, and I'm glad we've been able to spread out and offer our services to more people. Um, in terms of like the the monthly cost and paying our beekeepers a living wage, yeah, it's a really great question. You know, the monthly cost for one colony is 150 a month, and for two, it's 275. And so, you know, it, of monthly subscription costs, if you will, it's on the higher end for sure. Um, but I think that one of the things that a lot of people aren't aware of is the actual cost of the hobby itself. Um, and not to mention, you know, like we said, we want to be able to pay beekeepers what they're worth. Um, our beekeepers, when it's spring and summer, oh, man, we're out there in the heat. We're out there in the cold. We're out there when the sun comes up. And we are out there every single day checking on these hives once a month, if not two or three times a month to make sure that, that hive has all the attention that it needs. We take care of all the inputs. We source the woodenware that the bees go in. We raise our own bees. We raise our own queens. A lot of people don't see the behind the scenes. Um, a lot of people don't aren't aware that just starting two colonies on your own can cost you anywhere from one to $2,000 just to get started. Wow. And so we get we get some people interested in, in questioning the monthly cost, but we have done our best to take the cost of beekeeping and make it to to a number that is consumable over time um, for what beekeeping costs. And so I'm really, really proud of it. And I'm also proud, like you said, that we've been able to bring on a team and pay them a wage that's fair and that that ultimately can have them coming in the door every day absolutely elated when we get a swarm call at seven o'clock and it's all the way across town we're stoked we're like nope i got it i'm on it you know it's a happy team we love what we do and we're stoked about what we do because we're passionate about it well i think if you know i think a lot of successful businesses have shown if the employee you know I, i'm going to go back to like costco right they treat their employees great and if you know the employees are feel taken care of and cared for they're going to do their job that much more effectively because they can go home and sleep at night. And that's, that's a huge thing. So do you guys take any of this honey and so forth? I, I know there's some crazy restrictions about certain things in, because of like USDA and stuff like that. Are you able to donate any of this stuff to like food banks or any of those organizations? Yeah, yeah, definitely. And it's something that we even want to incorporate more as we start to see a surplus of honey um, because that's huge. You know, I mean, that's something that we have talked about ever since we started the program is being able to give back. You know, unfortunately, like, the it takes about two years for one colony to make honey that you can harvest. And so mm -hmm. for us, the want of doing it, as young as our program is, we're going on the third season. You know, we're just now beginning to to get to the point where we're like, 
okay, maybe this year we might actually have a little bit of extra to be able to donate. Um, yeah. Something that's really, really important. One of our hosts um, is uh, Holy Infant Catholic Church in Durham, and they uh, they host a hive at their community garden on site, and they donate all of their produce that's um, that they create from the garden to food banks in the local area, which I love that. Yeah, that's um, awesome. Which is even cooler that ever since the bees have been there, the they weigh every bit that they donate to food banks and it's actually increased like i forget how many fold two or three fold the amount of pounds of produce wow. that they have contributed um so anyway not to get sidetracked that's just an awesome point but no that's here. i mean but like that's the stuff like that's the direct right that's not mm-hmm. that's the direct result of investing in businesses like yours right because i mean you and i have seen I mean, for folks who have not been to Durham, you know, Burt's Bees has that huge, they have an actual beehive out in their building. Like you see it when you walk by and the, it's good for folks to see a direct correlation because, you know, it's easy to say, oh, I'm, I'm into this ESG investing and things like that. But to see the tangible result, like, hey, a garden increase production by that much more, that's huge. I think it's important. You've got to be able to find as many metrics as you can possibly put on it because, you know, that kind of investing, the question always is, what's the ROI? You know, yeah. what are we getting yeah. back? And I want to be able to see, um, you know, it's always, it's hard to make uh, those results tangible, but it is possible. Um, and, you know, I think those kind of situations are really, really important to know for sure. Yeah, I think it's important for people to know the the victories just as I think sometimes the defeats are amplified a little louder. You know what I'm saying? And like just for folks out there, Justin and I, we were in a a regionalism class with a leadership triangle here in um, the triangle. (laughs) And uh, that's how we met. And, you know, he he opened my eyes to you know, what bees are doing and the role they're playing in our, our environment, our neighborhoods and so forth. And I think that when folks can see that, Hey, you know, if I invest in Coca-Cola or whoever, I can see X result. Well, if I invest in B2B or another organization like it, these are the result metrics I can be looking for. I think it helps to level that playing field for folks to understand what their money is doing, if that makes sense. No, absolutely. And I mean, seeing your money at work for good causes like that, I think is huge. And, you know, we got to think about, you know, some of the challenges, you know, bees are just one small piece of Mm -hmm. this bigger picture of the environment too. And um, when we look down, you know, investment is also, you know, when you think of investment, you think long term and down the road. And when we think about our environment, we look long term down the road. We got to think about what are we doing today to make the environment a better place down the road. Um, and so that's a really important point for us. We focused really hard on bees, but um, I think you know just the environment as a whole. If we can, whether it's with our dollars or our time, invest into it to figure out how we can solve some of these issues we're facing today. So that we can be in a better place tomorrow, and our children and grandchildren, great great grandchildren, can be in a better place. I think that um, I think that's definitely a worthwhile investment. Yeah, and I, I would agree. And I think you know what you got going on with Buddha B is 
so awesome. And I think it's a great service to the community. And like I was telling you before, you know, I was taking my son to a t-ball game. We're walking down the path to the park and I see a, I like saying to my kids, Oh, there's a beehive over there. And sure enough, it was one of yours. And I mean, that's just, that's just awesome to see out there. So where can folks, uh, you know, read up more about Buddha Bee and, you know, I know you got some swag on the site. Totally, totally. I'm really, really proud of those shirts. Hey, um, actually, those they're fantastic, by the way. I, I really I really was impressed. Dude, I appreciate it, man. Yeah, no, I mean, um to to learn more about us, just throw us in the that uh that Google search, Buddha Bee Apier, and we'll pop up first on the list. Um you can dig through our website to learn a little bit more about you know, our values as a company, our mission, what we're trying to do. Um, there's also, you know, if this is a program that might interest you, there's also a form you can fill out on there, um, which will go directly to us. And we can talk a little bit more about what it means to host a hive um, and who we're looking for to host a hive, um, along with a variety of swag and other things. But, um, you know, Instagram um, at Buddha Bee Apiary. Um, and, uh, same with Facebook as well. And we've got a variety. If you're just interested in, um, keeping up with our day to day and seeing our beekeepers in action with our hosts, um, Instagram, Facebook, we're always posting really informational stuff about bees. Um, and yeah, I mean, you know, that's, we, we just, we love what we're doing. We've been blessed to be, be supported by so many people in the triangle. And I'm excited to see what the next three to five years have in mind for us. Um, one of the things I, I, it's hard to say what will happen, but if, what, if I know we were going to follow our mission, it's going to be creating more pollinator advocates in the long run in our community and just really opening people's eyes to how beautiful mother nature can be. And how many hives are in the triangle now? Yeah, we've got probably about 120 now with about 90 or 100 hosts right now. That's so awesome. Yeah, it's been great. The triangle has been an amazing place and uh, we're we're just we're proud to be here. Now we just got to get some corporations helping uh, uh you know sponsor these hives so we can get some more to the to the food banks and things oh, like that. There we that go. That would be that you know the way there. to go. Yeah, that would be fantastic. Justin, your business and just Buddha B is a fantastic example of the first two components of environmental and social. And um, I applaud you for it. And I thank you so much for coming on and talking a little bit about everything because I hope folks can now see the direct correlation between the dollars and the impact. Absolutely, man. No, and the pleasure was all mine, honestly, man. Um, it's, it's, this kind of stuff gets me excited. And I'm glad that um, you've decided to hit on a topic such as this. I think it's great, man. So kudos to what you're doing as well, man. Thanks. I appreciate it. Thanks for joining us today. To continue the conversation, visit us at our blog, financial-recon.com. Appearances do not constitute endorsement of flagship wealth management group, LPL Financial, or any other entity discussed in this program. Securities and advisory services offered through LPL Financial, a registered investment advisor. Member FINRA SIPIC. The opinions voiced are for general information only and are not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for any individual. All performance referenced is historical 
and is no guarantee of future results. All indices are unmanaged and may not be invested into directly. This information is not intended to be a substitute for specific individualized tax or legal advice. We suggest that you discuss your specific situation with a qualified tax or legal advisor. Justin Manis and Buddha B. Apiary are not affiliated with or endorsed by LPL Financial or Flagship Wealth Management Group.